All right, guys, welcome back to Big House Banter. Uh, absolutely stellar week, but a nail-biter nonetheless. I don't think anybody else wanted anything besides that. Uh, go Blue. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Just super pumped after the game. I mean, that was first college football playoff victory for Michigan. And under the Harbaugh regime, 0 for 2 going in there. And, yeah. Like it, it was a nail biter. I was getting nervous. I shouldn't have been nervous. Yeah, I was but, getting nervous. I think everybody was getting a little nervous there. Usually, third quarters where we come alive, and this was yes. anything but. Yes, that that was really the big thing right there. Is third quarter is exactly that. We own the third quarter, mm-hmm. and that was our weakest quarter of all of them. And I would it say. and it was also Alabama's like strongest, out, debatably, yes. just because they were the momentum going into yes. fourth quarter, scoring right away at the beginning of the fourth quarter. It was looking like they just yes. bled all that energy right into the like throughout the second half. Well, it looked like Nick Saban was going to do what Nick. Saban does Sneaky Saban. and just lock down the game like yep. all right guys here's what you got to do just go out and do it but I can't believe we started in the third quarter we have to start at the very beginning first play of the game yeah I know holy shit the fucking <sighs> should have been interception and a fucking gift from the gods gift from the gods that that dude had a toe <sighs> out of bounds it was a heel it was like a had millimeter of his heel Achilles heel yeah Achilles <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about Troy here? Oh my god. Jeez. Goodness. Talking about the Achilles heel. That was it. That we was found it. Alabama's Achilles heel. Literally. <laughs> I mean, uh you were saying, yeah, I mean, if we were to really start off the game like that, I mean it didn't get much better though, right after. No, it did not. We went three and out. Three and out. Our defense comes up huge. Oh, no, and that was the beauty of it though, yeah. was our defense immediately Puts in back-to-back sacks, oh. forces another three and out on Alabama, and then what do we do? Dude, some magic got a little too magical. He, hey, you know what? He's a freshman. Lesson hard learned. Thank God it didn't end up in an L. But, yes. you know, he's lucky as he's lucky as hell that it didn't end up in an L because it really Otherwise, couldn't. he would have been the one to blame for that game. Oh, and, oh, 100%. and like the confidence in the, on a young kid like that, yeah. And we're really banking on him for at least the next one to three years. Well, I'm wondering if that's what happened. I wonder if he got a little bit too big in the ego, too big in the head. You were saying about him at Iowa. Well, after the Iowa game, yeah, he was doing the post-game interview because he was huge in that game with his punt return mm-hmm. in that game. was absolutely fantastic. Yep. And then doing the post-game interview, somebody, I don't know who it was, came up behind him and just said, oh, best freshman in the nation. Yep. And he's like, yep, you heard the man. Best for, I am the best freshman in the nation. And, you know, I debatably still definitely out there. It's just... Whew, you can't perf- do that. You when you're the best that. freshman in the nation, I'm not going to take it away from you, but when you're the best freshman, you can't do that. You can't do that. When you're the best anything, you cannot do that. No, no. And I appreciate him trying to make a play. Yeah. But... He was full sprint. Yeah. Full sprint and going into the sun. It's classic. Yeah. It, it, we forgot going to even mention that. Yeah. Into the sun. But, you know, it's classic. Take your eyes off the ball and start running before you secure the ball. It looked exactly like that. You see yeah. how many receivers do it in general yeah. all the time. And it, it really is just something amazing, you know, that we were able to kind of just regroup throughout the game. And I think the defense was that the, led to a score. Yeah, that led to Alabama being up seven nil. Yeah, and they showed it right away. First time I think, it might have been first time all season that we went down first. 
that might be it. The stat I was going to say is they showed that Michigan had played either tied or in the lead 97% yeah. of the season. Yeah, so either way, we don't we don't go down first. We don't go we definitely don't go down first, yeah. yeah it's not so, until well, it is we in the first half. I don't think we were ever trailing in the first half. I think the first time we were ever trailing was against Alabama in the might, second half. And even if it isn't like exactly that, there's been yes. maybe one other time. Yeah. And it could have been, yeah, no, I mean, in general, yeah. we don't go down. And that was the first kind of like, oh, shit, what's going on? Because, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those moments throughout this entire game. There was a lot of, specifically, like we started the show off with, that third quarter going into the fourth quarter score for Alabama. Yes. That was, that. that's probably one of the scariest points of the game besides their late drive where yes. they eventually... Um, kicked another fucking 51 yard or 50 they had a 50 yard field goal and then a 51 yard that just freaking curved right in so yeah. with that it, it that little curve kind of sent chills down my spine because i'm like oh shoot he played the draw perfectly and that the, dude the football gods it. the football gods made a little wind happen or something like that it seemed like you know and it was and then, then we miss our field goal as well yes. like i mean we that on top of missing that field goal, then they come back and score another one to make it a touchdown game. Yeah. That's where, you know, those two moments of that game, I'm not going to lie, like, it was hard to keep the, the hope up. You had to, but it was it was hard. And that's exactly all I was getting flashbacks of the previous two years. Yeah. Of, all Ugh. right, I mean, against Georgia, we got pantsed. Mm-hmm. And you can't. You can't argue with it, I guess. We should have been more competitive than we were, but Georgia had the best team in the nation. Everybody I think, knew it. I think they had the best team in the last like decade, to be honest. That that team was dirty. Everybody knew it, but we did not play no. in that game. And we, the same thing with TCU. Yeah, we should have we should have won that game. Yes. Absolutely should have won that game. And we went down fourteen nil immediately yep. against and TCU. That, and that's what the scary part is about going yes. down against Alabama. Yes. We know that they're ten times yes. better team than TCU. Having flashbacks. Yeah. But our PTSD. Defense, <laughs> yes, but the defense is like that's what kept us in the whole game. Our defense was fantastic. Yeah, they absolutely, were studs out cornerstone. There. They, dude, incredible, best it, defense in the land. Oh, bar none, dude. Just Stats bull rushing the quarterback. The game proved it. Five sacks in the first half. That's gotta be. I we didn't look it up because I don't really know exactly how to Google this. <laughs> but like seriously, in a, in a well, actually, in the CFP, there's no way there's been more than five six, sacks. In, in the first half. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about playoff games or national championships in general or just how about bowl games? I don't I don't know if that's it's gotta be up there. Especially at the Rose Bowl. Oh yeah. And let's not forget the granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all's back in where? A A Ann Arbor. Yeah. The Indeed. rightful home. When's the last time we won a Rose Bowl? I believe that was ninety seven. Actually I was gonna say that, but no, I do think we won in oh four or oh seven. We'll have to check. Oh, on that. we might. Yeah, I think actually, we won one after that. But when we won our natty, it was at the Rose Bowl. Yep, and everything that we've been saying about this, learn from history, right? You, you got to learn yes. from history, and if you don't, you're doomed to repeat it. In this way, we are learning from it, and we want to repeat it because everything that we're talking about right now revolves around the three in a row beats on Ohio State, a um, uh, Rose Bowl win. And then national championship. I mean that that is what um, Michigan is known for. So, uh, yeah, we lost a few times in oh four oh five. Oh, we lost it in oh four. What about oh seven? No, no. We we've been there. We've okay. been there, but we have not won. 
So yeah, literally ninety seven was the last time we've been there and won. Interesting. That's actually surprising. I thought we won one more. No. So I mean, everything that we're doing this season is is not only just reminiscent, but almost a carbon copy of what we're doing in ninety seven before we win the championship. The only difference is there's not going to be a shared championship this year. Yep. Either way, someone's oh. coming home with it, oh, and that yeah. and that's the asterisk oh, yeah. that I can't live with as a Michigan fan. I hate having to deal with Nebraska fans that think they're yes. still relevant because of that win. Because we believe we're still yes. relevant because of our wins. We have a bigger championship history than they do. But at the same time, you know, one of my buddies when I was out in Denver, Oklahoma fan, he did bring up a good point. A lot of our championships pre-1950. Oh, yeah. So it's like I, I totally understand oh, yeah. a lot of people in the na- national like, football game Saying that you know Michigan was good, but you do have the most wins. But when do they come? Always before nineteen fifty, pretty much. I mean, we were good in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties before World War Two. Right, it was when we were down. It was, it was like a long time ago. So this is, you know, we we talked about it before. Changing of the guard in a lot of ways for Michigan and the landscape of uh, college football right now. I agree that the guard is changing, and Alabama, I think, did just pass the torch that game. But the other thing, too, is how many championships does Alabama have? Like, fucking 16 or 17? Yeah, they have more than us. Something, oh, by far. They've got, like, double us. Yeah. So, they've got a lot. Well, and this is the thing, is, like, with with the changing of the guard thing, like, we were kind of talking about this before the show, it's, it you got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And the And I think everyone in the Big Ten, minus maybe Ohio State fans, understands that this is a huge win for just not Michigan, but uh, Penn State. Or, I'm sorry, Big Ten. Yes. Because what what our our rankings always get devalued. We are we always know we have better teams than certain teams in the SEC. The SEC only has two teams every single year. It's usually Georgia, Alabama, but besides that, the rest of their conference sucks ass. Yeah, we we a are, lot of times they're very top heavy, extremely top heavy. They're yeah. only top heavy. They have two, I'll even give them sometimes three. Like maybe a Florida comes in, maybe someone from like Auburn, Auburn is always yeah. like a liability LSU, but like in general they. Any one year, even when LSU was good, Alabama wasn't that good. Georgia and LSU yep. were the two teams. Yeah. And it's like... They take turns. They do take turns. They rotate. And, like, yes. I got to tell you, it's... With Michigan, we were looking up the defense before this Washington game because we know that Penix is, you know, he's an air threat. But, dude, the top four defenses in the land are uh, all Big Ten. They're all Big Ten. It goes Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa. We played Ohio State at home, Penn State away, Iowa neutral. Like... No. We played them all and we beat them all. And Michigan's number one, so it's yes. it, so so. And this, we play them every week. All of in these, practice. all of these teams: Ohio State, Penn State. Exactly, we play the best defense in the land every single day during practice. Great, great uh, point. But all these fans need to understand that Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa were not ranked like an Alabama or a Georgia because people believe that the SEC is a better division yeah. than the Big Ten. So now that we actually set the tone for the Big Ten. We are the ones that set this freaking tone. That's why I feel like Ohio State's is for, tooth and nail never going to accept that we actually help the Big Ten. Fuck them. I don't care. But Penn State and Iowa know what the hell that, that win means for their program and their recruiting going into next year and the years to come with this bigger division and this bigger playoff. The bigger playoff is going to be a big thing right there. Big factor. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like all of our Big Ten teams are going to be ranked higher yes. because Michigan is so good right now. Yeah. And... 
you know, again, kind of bringing up the reason why we even looked this up. We're looking at who uh, Washington beat against this Texas team. Texas is number 15. Nothing, no slouch. Defense, yeah. 15 Def- yeah, defense. 15 overall in defense. Alabama's 16 overall in defense, so that's right there. Where's Washington on the board? Washington is 54 in defense, bro. And and the, the, crazy, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is that Texas is 15, but, and, okay, so yeah. But Texas is 15, and on average, they they let up 254.4 yards in the air. So this is perfect for a, a team like Washington to play. Yeah. But then on top of it, who is the next one? 1 through 54, the only other team that allows more passing yards is Washington than Texas. Yeah. Which is, like, wild. Like, we played Penn State that allows 85 yards, I think it is, in the air. No, 172. They allow 80. Where's their rushing? They allow 75 rushing yards, and we beat them with only rushing the last two and a half quarters it, yeah. at Penn State. I'm sorry. Run it down their throats. Look at Washington's run defense. Washington's run defense is 137. That's Penn State almost allows half on average what Washington does, and we did that away. And all we did was run against them. And and that's what I'm saying is like, yes. I don't want to I don't want to skip over the Alabama game yet, but this is where these this is what that Alabama win means for the Big Ten. Especially with these West Coast teams coming in, we're going to have to kind of like... It's hard not to look forward because I think you and I definitely agree, and I think most people would agree too, that Alabama is a scarier team than Washington. I think no the whole country going on. I think the whole country No matter on what's going on. Yeah. Alabama is... Nick Saban. Yes. Just Nick Saban in yes. general. Again, you get those, those... When they take the lead in the second half, like, all right, this is what Saban builds his squads for. And this is usually what Jimmy builds his squad for is yes. to come out booming at the second half because usually alabama is super disciplined they know their assignments even if they don't have the best athletes which they always do they, do. they know what they're doing out there and michigan their offense even though they're not an offensive team was able to out scheme them and just with their motion pre-play oh yeah and just keep alabama on their toes they they had missed assignments Left, right, and center. That's why dudes were wide. That's why Blake, Blake Corum, Corum Blake was Corum. wide open twice, a couple times, twice. Yeah, two for huge the, times for the touchdown and, and a the fourth down and the fourth down. Fourth on, and yeah, two. on fourth. Yeah. It's like, dude, he he doesn't ever catch the ball out of the backfield. After after that Michigan State drop, what was that? That wasn't even last season. That was two seasons ago, yeah, wasn't it? That was bad. That was that was bad. Yeah. After that, he's been a pretty much run only guy, and he came out lighting it up. And again, just just the the pre play motion. We were talking about that all game when we were watching live. Yeah. We brought it up. There's motion on motion on motion in these plays. And the crazy thing is we never get like a legal emotion or, or a legal man in motion or like a, um, you know, some sort of weird false start because of these motions. Illegal shift. Illegal shift. We, we're very disciplined and we have multiple people moving a lot. Yeah. Like even just like Quorum moving from the left to the right side of JJ yes. at the shotgun. Someone's moving. I, I got to believe almost every single freaking play yeah. that game. Absolutely. And... It's it's impressive because really you can get an illegal shift quite easily when you someone thought that it was their turn to move that time, yep. just like that. Because we'd have multiple people rearranging themselves on the line, like wide receivers, yep. at the same time, yep. and then they would stop, and then the other guy on the other side of the field would also motion to that side. It was that was definitely what held us together on offense is keeping them guessing. Even though we would still kind of run similar plays, it was just like a different look. That we are coming from, and I, I do want to go back to our defense though because five sacks in the first half is absolutely insane. We had six total, ten for a loss on the on the. Uh, I know. On, on ten the game. tackles for loss. That's over fifty percent of them incredible. were sacks. Yeah, 
Six sacks. That's, 60% I mean, were sacks. Like, I don't know the last time I've ever... I don't know if I've ever seen that stat. That was... That's incredible. And, again, looking forward, but not to jump the gun here, is yeah. looking against Washington, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, number one offensive line in the oh. nation. What do you think, I Min- cannot what do you wait. think Minter's been talking about all week? I cannot wait to see Michael Penix Jr. on his back. Oh, dude, if we can get Milrow against... Dude, Alabama has a better... I can't... Can't even put it into words? I can't even say... How much have I ripped on the Pac-12 this whole season? About constantly. just, just be, exactly <laughs> constantly. At this point, they're literally saying that the Pac-12 has bigger boys, better boys than the fucking SEC. That is outrageous, outlandish. Yeah, yeah. because the Pac-12 doesn't play defense. That's what we said. Pac-12 doesn't play defense. There is not. Which none. is obvious. It's obvious. By the number fifty-four <laughs> in the nation stat. They don't play defense. There's no one. They played all the other. Best teams in the Pac-12. There's no one. There's no one in the top 12. Oregon. Okay, Oregon is in number nine. All big, right, so they got a defense. The Big Ten. Oregon's got a defense. Huh? Big Ten has one through four. Locked. <laughs> Honestly, the use, okay, I will say it's only Georgia and Alabama and Florida State. Okay, but they have three in the top 20. Florida State. Florida State, what a joke. Oh. Going back to that controversy. Yeah, oh my yeah God. you guys really deserve yeah, to be top four it. after you got absolutely <laughs> fucking spanked. Spanked. Dude, that not was, even close. That's, that's, that's not even embarrassing. That is like, whoa. We thought TCU loss was bad. Like, whoa. We thought that Georgia loss was bad. That Georgia loss is bad. Whoa. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know the final score of that game because I saw it was 60. 60 it was 63 to 3. They lost by 60 points. Whoa. Yeah. They like, lost by 60 yeah. points. I stopped watching that in the first half. Yeah. I'm like, this is no, not it's trash. even... It's not even a game to it watch. Was... And then I clicked it back on, and I saw 60 on yeah. the board. It's like, no. I didn't even check the other side score. That's like Penn you State or Ohio even... State ripping up some, like, in-state, in like, state school. Yeah. No. It's like when we play UMass. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, Ruck- a couple years ago where we played, like, Rutgers. Rutgers when they yeah. first came to the Big Ten. Yeah. No, that was not a bowl game. And that's again what the that's, that's what, embarrassing. That's what the bigger playoff picture is going to do for us, though. We're not going to have these bullshit like bowl games as much as like yes. a, as often as what we're seeing right now. Well, and and exactly that. Hopefully, you don't see people sitting. I understand all oh, Florida State. Oh, half their guys didn't show up. Like, yeah, good for you. You totally gave you still up embarrass on your, team. your school. Yes, totally and exactly because anybody who doesn't know that all of their best players sat out, look at that score and say, "Wow, you guys wanted to make an argument." To be in the top four, you guys got pantsed on national television. And you don't have anyone to back up your best players. Like exactly. Michigan is, like we've been saying all season long, the yes. deepest team in college football. 100%, 100%. It's not even close. We lost our yeah. best. We lost the best lineman in the country. Yes. And we still rolled and died. That was the surprising part, too, is how dominant the Michigan, not, not yard-wise, but when we needed it, mm-hmm. Blake Corum coming through. Obviously, he's running behind the line there. Yep. And the, the line was protecting J.J. J.J. had some time back they, there. J.J. Did, did have time. And, and even if he didn't, yes. he, still had, he still had room to uh, roll out. Yes, the number one <coughs> offensive lineman in the country, Zach out. Zinner. Yeah, and it didn't even look like Michigan missed a beat. No. Like, that number that, that freshman, I think it was a freshman uh, guard that came in for him. Is a, I think he's definitely an underclassman. But, like, he, you know, that, that, know that. That, first, that first game that he came in for at, at, at Iowa, um, and I think the rest of that game when Zinter did get hurt, it was looking a little, uh, it was It was definitely a little scary. To watch is like wow okay mm-hmm. they are like 
They know that he just got subbed in. They are definitely attacking him right now. Yes. And he's not yeah. keeping up because and I don't blame him. You know, he he's been starting behind the or he's been behind the starting best lineman in the freaking land right now. So yeah. I, I get it. It's hard shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah, I gotta believe he's wearing a size fourteen or some shit. Like <laughs> center dude. That dude looks he's like a, a big boy. He looks like a bale of hay. He's a big like, boy. <laughs> if, if we're talking about good old like farm boys, he fits the bill. Like he's right there. He's a good old boy. He's definitely a good old boy. And like I gotta tell you, it uh, our line giving JJ that time against Alabama makes me not for a second think that Washington is going to be able to pressure us to a, pl- a place. They're going to need to win with their offense, and I'm sorry. We have the number one defense in the land. I mean, I would have rather have done it against Georgia, but we played the next best thing. We yeah, played and the Alabama team... did beat them, though. Exactly. We played the team that beat the best team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote best team in the nation. Yeah. Going for a three peat. Yes. You ha- you can't with that type of role and that type of energy yes. and momentum, it's hard to stop yes. that team. And I don't e- I don't even want to say that Georgia got complacent because I don't think they do. How do you get complacent? Trying in, to go three peat. Yeah. In a bowl game. If, the coach definitely didn't. Or in uh your not bowl game, but championship co- game. conference SEC, championship, yeah, game. championship game. You don't get complacent against Alabama no. and Nick Saban ever. You no. hate each other. Yes. You hate each other. It's not like they they thought they had it in the bag or anything. No. The only other bigger game for Georgia would be if Florida was actually good. Like if Florida yeah. like yeah. if Florida was good, that would be a bigger rivalry game for Georgia. Well, and especially because of the story <clears> like, um off the top of my head, what the fuck is the quarterback's name at Georgia? I forget. Um, All right. No. no. What's what's his name? I don't know. I don't give a shit. All I can think of is Brock Bowers right now. Obviously yeah. not him. I mean, but that, that quarterback. He's an elite athlete. He too. grew up a Florida fan, and that oh, was the whole pregame hype that's about funny. that. That's funny. Yeah, he was a, a Florida fan, and then I he said in high school at one point he just decided that he was going to wear the black and red. Damn. He was like, all right, and then he went to Georgia, and then he sat sat behind. Give him his Judas Stetson card. Bennett. For three seasons or something, yeah, because he's not—he's not an underclassman. I think he is a junior. He probably redshirted though his first year. Though. Yeah, so I think it was three seasons, and he's probably a redshirt junior right now. Yeah, I could be making that up, but he sat at least two <clears> seasons <throat> behind him. Didn't transfer away, came right in. Yeah, because he knew what the fuck they were building over yes. there. Yes, yes. I mean, and like we like we've said all year, Georgia is a good team. Absolutely. Like, and honestly, debatably, deba- <laughs> yeah, they got some boo dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, for real, like. I, I'm also very hesitant to say that Alabama is clearly a better team than Georgia. I don't. I think they. I honestly think they got lucky. You play that game again, and Georgia could easily win. Yes, like yes. But I mean, but again, sneaky saving finds a way to win. What exactly. did we go over? Exactly. What did we go over last time? Exactly. He didn't miss a field goal that game. Georgia missed a field goal. He did not fumble that game. Georgia fumbled, and who recovered it? Alabama. And that's what was so scary watching this Alabama-Michigan yes. game because, yes. holy shit, we were doing what Georgia did. Yes. We turned the ball over. We were missing field goals. Like, literally everything we talked about how Georgia lost to Alabama, we did. Yes. We literally did it. But our defense fucking annihilated. And what do they say? No That is the oldest <clears throat> saying in sports. Defense, defense travels. travels. Exactly. You've been saying that all season exactly. long. Exactly. You know, and defense travels, defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why. Is because when your offense shits the bed yep. and your defense comes out and plays hard and makes plays, especially especially after the first play should have been an interception, got the gift of the dude stepping out of bounds, our defense, and, and then we go three and out. Then our defense shows up and gets back-to-back sacks, forces a three and out, 
And then we have the fumble on the punt return after that. You know, our, obviously they're in our territory. They're going to score. They do score. But what does our defense do? They come right back and they start playing hard again and shut down Alabama again. And they just set the tone because they never let they never let the game get out of reach. That's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. With turnovers, if it, it would have been a two score game, if they yes. would have allowed wait, if they would have allowed Alabama to score a touchdown yes. on that last drive, we were fucked. We never went down by two possessions. We didn't. And that's that is a killer right there. Yes. When you know we have to score and then we have to score again. Then you start that's making rash decisions. Yes. You rush your plays. And yes. that and what have you been saying all year long? We've yes. been saying this all year long. Yes. That is not Michigan's offensive no. strategy. We bleed the clock like the Red Cross and we literally make you die because you have no time to come back against yes. us. Our game plan had to shift this entire second yeah. half. And that was and kind of the wasn't scary really part shifting. too. <laughs> that was kind of the scary part too. Is when we scored, what was there? A minute forty-five left on the clock. Alabama gets the ball back with a minute forty-five to drive down. I think it was like thirty-seven, but yeah, forty-five, whatever. Whatever it is, and score over a minute and a half, which is plenty of time. And we we stopped them within forty minutes or forty seconds. Yes, because we got the ball back at like fifty. Yes, and that that's again that's the point. Is yes. our defense defense didn't give two shits about that. No. They said no. We've been doing this all game. We know we can stop them. We're going to stop them. <laughs> yeah. And they let them go down the field a little bit and then just put the pedal to the metal. That's Again, that's our defense's MO right there is we will give you the easy yards. You can have it, and we are going to stop you when you are pushing. We're not going to let you get big plays. There were no, the, the biggest plays they had were quarterback scrambles and maybe a quarterback draw, which I've also been saying. I've been saying that for years against OSU. What killed us is we get third and long, everybody's covered downfield, and their mobile quarterback takes off, gets the first down, and that kills us. And that almost killed us against Alabama. But we were somehow able to keep it together and to make the big plays when we needed them. Yes, we gave up a few of those runs. Absolutely. Who? Jalen Milrow, he's an athlete back there. He is a big boy. He's got an arm, and he's got speed, and he's got size. That's a big dude to be taken down left and right. And we did, obviously, enough to keep him in check. And we forced a fumble when we needed a fumble. What, what was I saying? What was everybody saying at that, at that watch party? Is we need a turnover right now. Yep. And right on cue, we get the turnover. And again... Unfortunately, we weren't able to do anything with that turnover right. in the second our, half. Our, our, our offense really, it wasn't shitting the bed. It was just like we really could have used a few more little like nice drives, at and least again, not three and outs. Again, that's that leads into the same point, though, is even when our defense gets a big turnover in a clutch situation when you need it and our offense doesn't do anything with it, the defense comes right back out and competes again and shuts them down again. Yes. And okay, so like we fully established that our defense is easily the best in the country. There's uh, no doubt. It was it no was doubt. easily the reason why we won that game. Our offense did come together when we needed it, specifically Blake Corum. And I got to tell you, like even though Jim even though JJ started the game off in pretty much the worst way possible, uh, thankfully, the gods uh, shown a little bit of light on the the blue side here, but 
I gotta tell you, especially when uh, Donovan Edwards did pretty shitty pass back to uh, JJ. Oh my! God. It was it was a backwards pass. It would have been a fumble. He makes a crap an incredible reception that behind the line, incredible. and then he gets he gets he gets wrecked. And honestly, to get. I think you pointed out right when it was happening, no laces on the on the throw. Yes, no and laces. And it was a beautiful throw to Roman Wilson. And Roman Wilson got like an extra like... Falling fit. backwards. He almost got a touchdown off that. Yeah. <clears throat> like, bro, this is the thing. We have X Factor, though. The yes. Michigan offense will come alive when we need it. We've just seen it. It It is nerve-wracking. Literally nerve-wracking for yeah. the fans. But come on. Do we not want to see a freaking like... It wasn't even a shootout. It was just like a no. boxing match. Yes. It was a yes. boxing match. Yeah, it was. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And and it was it was such a great back and forth. I gotta tell you, this is one of the greatest like bowl games I've ever watched. Ever. That was one of the greatest football games I've ever watched, absolutely. I I off the top of my head I can't think of one because probably because the only thing I'm thinking is Michigan Alabama. Well, but, the only other one that people would say is like the Vince Young Texas uh championship which was great <clears throat> he did a good job like i'm not gonna deny yeah. that it was the last time usc was relevant and yeah. okay i mean that's a huge rivalry and you know that's that's big that's a big bowl yeah. game i'm not gonna Obviously. say it's, yes. i'm not gonna say it's better than that game it wasn't even a national championship but i think everyone in the country knows this was pretty much the national championship game now with that being said what happened to tcu last year we exactly. overlooked them we overlooked exactly. them and we got kicked out so I'm not saying we can overlook Washington, but I think everyone in their right mind understands that <laughs> Washington versus Alabama would not be a fucking game. I don't I believe it would be so. a game. I don't think so. Because, again, we talked about our special teams woes a little bit. You know, Samaj having the fumble and then missing an extra point. Crazy. Fumbling the PAT. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. But missing I, the extra miss, point. Missing the extra point. But missing uh, <clears throat> a field goal. That was dark. And then at the end of the game... The fumble on the kicker, the punt. Oh, oh my! Thank gosh. God that dude planted himself firmly yes. on that locked the, up on the, the one foot line. It locked wasn't even a yard up line. And then made sure it was not in the end zone. He, I mean, For, after established you, forward progress. Yes, after you screw up, he did everything right. Like after he made the worst blunder you could think. He did the right thing and locked it up and made sure he wasn't in the end. And I got to tell you, that's 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 a, a testament to Jimmy. That's a testament to Sharon Minter. I don't know the special teams coach off the top of my head right no. now, but like we haven't really had to talk about him much this this year. And that's really what you want to do. You don't yes. want to have to talk about the special teams. But what I was gonna say too is, don't act like Washington didn't fumble punts in that game either. Washington, I, Texas probably had more, but that game yeah. was littered that whole with night. special teams. That whole fumbles. night was Butterfinger City. Yes. And that game was so it wasn't don't just tell, our, yeah. don't tell me that Washington didn't have the jitters too. Washington right. wasn't feeling the pressure. Oh yeah, they were. Yes. And at the end of the game, they tried everything to let Texas back in and to let Texas they take definitely the lead. Did. They definitely so did. So Washington was not looking like any type of powerhouse out no, there. No. All they did was throw the ball down the field and we already said that Texas's passing defense was not anywhere near elite. Okay, so let's just go to that really quick. So I'm looking at these average yards per game. So Michigan has the best of the top 100 teams on average. They allow 243 yards. The only other person that's in the 40s is Penn State. They are out of the picture. Everyone else is above 250, and most of them are above, on average, 300 yards a game. Yeah. So then you look at what happened with the Washington-Texas game. They both got – dude, Texas still threw for 318, even though even though Penix threw for 430. You are still through for 318, bro. And then you have 180 – rushing on the Texas side where 
Washington only was able to rush 102 on the 15th best defense in the nation. We are number one. Dude, yeah. and Washington and Texas was only able to rush 180 on the 54th best rushing def- or defense in the land. And dude, if you think that Michigan is not going to put up more rushing yards than fucking Texas against the team, you're sadly mistaken. Well, Amon Pikes <coughs> is not going to have all day to throw. No. He's going to be under constant assault in the backfield. Graham has he is going to be feeling Graham, the pressure. McGregor, everyone on that line. And that it goes back to what they said about them having the best offensive line. Bro, Minter yeah. is literally putting that into their head all week oh, this yeah. week. They think that they think this is the best line. They yeah. think Ohio State, Penn State, Alabama's line is second to them. And I I couldn't even I I guess I could believe it, but I don't really know. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I've always liked Chris Jenkins. I've always thought he was a beast on the defensive line. And Jenkins wasn't even in for that final fourth and goal in overtime. Dude, 99 came out of nowhere. He wasn't even in there. No. He's on the sidelines. It's like, dude, he's one of the best fucking defensive linemen in the game. He's not even in the play on the biggest play of the season. And there were three timeouts before that play. So don't act like it's just because he was winded or something like that. No, there was an injury timeout. Then either Alabama took the first timeout. I think Alabama did because they didn't like the look. Whatever it was. Somebody took a timeout. Then the other team took a timeout. Pretty sure Michigan did. There were three timeouts before that play. And Chris Jenkins still not even on the field. That dude is a beast. Yeah. Our defensive line is so stacked. It's incredible. Deepest team in the league. Deepest. Deepest team in the league, specifically deepest defensive line. Yes. 100%. But even even with the... Going up against the number one offensive line. Quote-unquote, number yeah, one number two. I'm offensive sorry. line. Fine, fine. Then we have the number one defense going up against the number one quote-unquote yeah. offensive line in the land. Fine. Defense I guess that's fine. championships. That's definitely a media fucking thing, though. They needed to put Washington number one at something, so it didn't seem like this is gonna. It's supposed to be a blowout. Oh, I believe it. Because oh, I believe it. I'm not... Okay, again, I'm trying to be really cl- careful about how I say, like, talk about Washington right now because they are in the national championship. But everything that we've been talking about this season has been coming true. Like, I still got that 30 TD on Blake right now. He's got 26. He's right there. So, like, I'm just saying, everything that we've been talking about is objective, and so we're going to keep it that way. I'm just saying, there's no way the Pac-12 has any better team than the SC top, SEC top two. Georgia and Alabama could run anybody in the Pac-12 without yeah. a doubt in my mind. You beat a big t- you beat a big 12 team by six points. That's weak. Yeah. That's weak as fuck. And they're the only team that beat they don't out. play defense. Well, I they, guess Texas had a decent defense. They but had again. a decent defense, but... Big Twelve in general is, doesn't play defense. They don't even they don't even play football barely there anymore. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they got teams. They fill squads, but I yeah. think it's more about the fans there because yeah. the fans care enough where they can keep on watching these shitty teams. Like, oh, I mean, well, I think <sighs> I think Texas got a gift being in the playoffs oh, in the yeah. first place. Oh yeah, because the only without that we, win against Alabama, exactly, exactly. That came in week two, was it? Week two, maybe week yeah. three. Yeah, it was. And yeah. The only reason it happened is because Georgia lost to Alabama, and if you're gonna put in Alabama, Texas has to go. Even because Texas, everybody was saying after they beat Alabama, all right, now you got to win the rest of your games. Yeah, everything's gonna be easier than this game, and then you're in the playoff. Yeah. What did they do? They lose to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, not a bad squad, but if you beat Alabama, you should be beating Oklahoma. Yes. Because Oklahoma doesn't have a defense. No. They don't even dress a defense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is Oklahoma on this list? Check I didn't think it. Check it. Dude, it's not. Oh, my God. It's not. Oh, they're 49. They're 49. Yeah, Oklahoma. 
They're they're still better than Washington. Still better than Washington. <laughs> Washington is they don't play defense. Dude, and that's I said I, I said Oklahoma doesn't dress a defense. Washington doesn't even have a reserve not dressing defense. They don't even have a defensive coordinator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, yes. So the head coach the head coach yes. turns on the fucking mic and's like, "All right, here we go." Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Penix is off the field. I guess we got to do something. Everybody go line up against somebody. <laughs> Call your man out. Dude, just don't make it too big of a game. Like, Penix will be on it again soon. Just honestly, yes. get off the field as quick as possible. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? If you want to kind of let him score, that, that'd be fine. <laughs> We're gonna... We talk about Iowa's best <clears throat> offense being their, their punter. Yeah. And fucking, you know, Washington's best defense is their offense, which is really hard to do because they, they don't play defense. They don't play. They have any. They can't even spell defense. <laughs> I mean, okay. So Washington has the tenth best offense in the nation right now. Tenth best. That's not. That's with with how good Michael Penix Jr. is and the stats that he puts up. It's impressive that you managed to be number ten. It's because you are one dimensional. And Michigan's fourteen. Michigan's fourteen, and they don't even play offense. We really don't. They don't. Michigan plays. Defense, and yeah. then their offense bleeds the clock. Their game plan is to not play offense. Their their game plan is to score three times in a game. Yeah, and, makes, then stop and, and, and you from yeah, scoring and try more. to make you score as little as possible. And, yes, and usually our teams have not scored three times on us. But in general, Michigan's fourteenth, Washington's ten overall in offense, and Texas is fifteen. So you, so we're. We're better offensively than the team you almost lost to by six points. No one gives a shit about Texas or Big 12 football. Michigan is 14 on offense, number one in defense. We are the most balanced team, deepest team in Michigan yeah. or in college football right now. I am sorry. When you're that pass heavy, you rely on the pass so much in order to win yeah. games. You will die against us. And this is just this is this is understanding where Michigan's come from. Because look what happened with shoelaces. Shoelace. You know, like honestly, he was—he could not really pass the ball. We really just relied relied on him running. Our—it was a weird amalgamation of kind of passing, kind of him always running. But if you shut him down, we were fucked. Yes, we had nothing else. You, you, you if if we could not protect him that game, he was the offense. And that is what's going to happen against Michael Penix Jr. Yes. He is the offense. He is the offense, and we have the defense. We have the number one defense in the land. It it, it well, it's, we've got unquestionably the number one defensive line and number two oh. because we've got the best defensive line yeah they don't even get a chance to show how good our corners are usually but but our we, corners we've are, been saying they are fucking locked we, down. we've been saying this all season long our open field tackling is some of the best open field tackling i've seen ever and alabama, alabama game, game the alabama game highlighted incredible. it highlighted it Dude, we yes. we ran motherfuckers over yes. in Alabama. Our corners making big hits. Dude, loud hits. Those are Hear SEC up in the, type hits. Yes, they are. Yeah. That that Georgia team two years ago, that's what they were doing to us. Yes, exactly. They did that to us. It hurt. It hurt to watch because it was like, honestly, that's a really good play. And like, they, they talk about... They lit us up. They talk about <clears> Washington <throat> having, if not the best wide receiving crew, one of the best wide receiving crew in the nation. Because you've been and going up against garbage defenses yes, all You're going to be going up against the best corners, the best defensive secondary in the nation. Where the NFL is looking for their secondary drafts. And they are going to lock you down. Not, not only is your quarterback not going to have any time, that means you're not going to have much time to get down the field. And our, 
our secondary is going to be right there with you. We're going to intercept that. They're not going to allow you to get open. And if they do, because again, we've talked about, you know, not not being too aggressive because that's where Michigan has got burned in the past, being too aggressive against defenses. And we've gotten so many penalties against that. But also, if you screw something up, then you're burned. If you're too aggressive, you're burned. And we keep the plays in front of us. Yeah. So even if there is a completion, we've got the guy right there. They're not going for 20 yards after the catch. Yes, and that's the beauty of it because even if there is the completion, you're getting locked up. You're not completing it. You're not making a juke. You're not getting down the field yards after catch. You're not doing it. Samer still had a really good um, example of that. This this uh, past that was a game. clinic. It was a clinic because he because a, a a younger person a more inexperienced person would just go for the legs because it was like a it was a short first down. So he pretty much accepted that they're gonna get the first. I down. think it might have been like a third and <coughs> two or something. Yeah, yeah. But, they're, but they're not gonna get a yes. touchdown. And he then, got stiff armed on the play and everything. Yeah. and he didn't give up. No, he exactly. just he used the sideline as a defender. Yes. kept him in front of him. Yes. and he brought he ushered him yes. to the sideline. That's yes. exactly what he did. Kept him in front of him the whole time. Yes. Exactly. Did not allow himself to be taken out of the play. No. Said, all right, if I'm not going to get you this time, I will keep you there. And whatever I'm doing, I'm slowing you down. Yes. Because I've got people hounding you, yes. coming at you. They're ready like to missiles. kill you. Yes. They're ready to kill you. Yes. It's a heat-seeking missile. They're locked. And that's one thing that Jimmy has been preaching ever since he's been at Michigan mm-hmm. is you go to the ball. It's a pack of Wolverines, baby. Yes. Once, once that person has the ball... They're, everybody on the team is going towards them. Yeah, and I got to tell you, like it's it's really beautiful to watch this because that's how – and again, I'm more of an NFL fan than you are, but that Michigan and the Lions, pretty much my entire life, where we get beat is missed assignments, missed tackles on the yes. flats, and then they go for 20, 30, whatever yes. yards, possibly a touchdown yes. because no one else is there to back it up. You need to at that, least slow them down. And how did we beat Alabama? Missed assignments. Exactly. The Michigan, did did Michigan have? I don't know of any off the top of my head missed assignments where there was just some dude totally wide Mm-mm. open. They earned all the yards. No, they, they got. really they did. earned them. The only time that they, you'd say someone was wide open was when uh, Milrow was able to run up the the field for a while. But even then, we stopped him before the first down. But there was that big run that he honestly, if he would have just led with his head and actually jumped forward, he probably could have got the that first down. That was like down. the only time that he did that. After that, he was like, dude, what am I doing right, right now? Right. I'm laying it on the line, and he never slid again. No, but th- that that was a huge play yes. for us because we needed yes. to stop that drive. Yeah. Same thing with that flag for Alabama when they were driving down the field middle of the fourth quarter, about, about seven and a half minutes left. Oh, yeah, legal and substitution. Legal substitution, which yep. is, that is so unlike Saban. And I got to yes. tell you, that was that was the cracks. Yeah. That was the chink in the armor that was like, okay, we can still win this. Yes. And and that was huge for momentum. Because yeah. just like we lost our momentum earlier in the game, I forget exactly what happened, but we lost the momentum like pretty bad. And we needed that. We needed some, we needed something to stop their momentum at that last drive because it was looking pretty damn scary before that. It, w- it was not looking good. It, w- it was super scary. And then we've got that fourth and two with Corum with the same play just opposite side of the field that he scored that touchdown with earlier yep. in the game. And you brought that up. Yep. The looks that we were giving Alabama, they could not for sure know what we were doing at yes. any point in time in the game. And you want to say that we, see, we, we uh, stole signs. Bro, we don't even have time to steal signs. Yep. We're making sure that you can't steal our signs because we don't have signs. We have motion. We literally change it every single time on the field. I, I almost want to say every single play of that game, we changed our look from what we came to out of the huddle to the line. Our look changed. I, I don't. I can't say 100% that it's every single play, but it looked like every oh, single I play. Every single play, yeah. But not to get too deep yeah, into the yeah, sign-stealing yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. talk about <clears throat> sign-stealing. Number one, everybody's got a camera. 
everybody's able to videotape anything they want to, whatever. But what did Alabama do? Alabama <coughs> stole a coach from Michigan, a guy that's been in the locker room. He wasn't there last season, but he was there the season before. Like, they took a coach from Michigan mm-hmm. and put him on their sidelines for the – well, I don't know about the sidelines, but whatever. They For the game, specifically for the Michigan game. You're going to tell me that that's not just as egregious as, quote-unquote – videotaping from the 15th row on a, a, a cell phone and then showing it to somebody in the locker room. What if it like, was just a random fan that did that? Exactly. Because, number one, even if you have all the video in the world, right. you still have to decipher that. Yes. You still have to figure out what that means. And are they still even using it that week? Exactly. Don't tell me that all these teams run the same signs throughout Fuck the entire no. season. Fuck like, no. If you do, you're dumb. Sorry, right, that's exactly. on you. That, you're dumb. You're dumb. Because you can see that stuff on <clears throat> national TV broadcast. Shit, I Anybody look for can it. See that. I look for it. Yes. But like, again, <laughs> you're going to tell me that that's not just as egregious, if not more. You literally signed a coach yeah. that knows everything about the program. Alabama just has a bankroll. And you, know, yes. you know that Alabama's ready to bankroll whatever you need to make sure you win a national fucking yes. championship. And, yes. and, and, and Saban knows that. And that's why this win is so big for Michigan. Yes. And that's what people don't understand. Washington does not have a storied football program. Right. <laughs> Alabama is a storied, Georgia is a storied football program. They're all storied. Michigan is a football football program. Ohio State is a storied football program. Penn State is a storied football program. Even Iowa is a storied football program. You have not been playing against anyone who's a storied football program. Maybe maybe Washington played against USC, but USC has, not again, not been rele- relevant since they took away the championships that Reggie, uh, Reggie Bush and Sneaky Pete one back in like the early thousands. Well, that was it. Is because then all of a sudden Nick Saban <clears throat> came to Alabama and totally started, totally stole that crown from USC. Yes, because USC was the team to beat. Yes, and then, and then Nick Saban went to Alabama, and Pete and Carroll then, went to the NFL. Exactly, and then the, exactly. the rest is history. And then the next, however long he's been there, has been Alabama, and he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, like okay, good so coach. literally, yeah, exactly. Pete Carroll's a good coach. Guess who filled the shoes? Big shoes to fill, just like we were talking about with Zinter. But guess what? Saban stepped the fuck up. Yeah. And he did it. He won. His his record is yes. absolutely insane. It's re, it's literally one of the best coaching records of all time. Well, that was one of the stats that I saw. Is in Nick Saban's tenure at Alabama, this is the first time that he's ever gone three seasons without winning a national championship. He's been there for at least at least fifteen years. And and who's the who's the roadblock? Michigan. Blue. Jimmy. Harbaugh. The Big Ten, though, and that's what people have to understand. Is it's the Big Ten, though, that did this. So even if you're not a Michigan fan, you need to understand that Mi- Michigan was, is still wearing the Big Ten conference on their on their back. We are just like everyone says when Ohio State was in the CFP. Oh, it might be nice because at least the Big Ten. I was yeah. never on that train. Fuck Ohio State till I die. I don't care. I don't want to see them win. And that's why I'll also say that I, I believe that the Ohio State fans right now would not agree with this. But every other team in the Big Ten understands what this means. Yeah. And even at the end of the day, the Ohio State fans, if they really re- real with themselves, they understand what the fuck that meant. It is big because you need your you need your conference to be doing well. Yes. Because But also, yeah. who's coming to the conference next season? I know, exactly. Washington and we coming do, to the Big Ten. And we do play them away. This is our only away game of Against, the new teams that yes. are coming in. We have Oregon, USC, and um, Washington. I thought, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we play Texas also. Oh, yeah, we play Texas too. Yeah. That was the other one. Next season but Texas, is... USC, and um, Oregon are all in Ann Arbor. But Washington is going to be at Washington next year. So, you know, this, this game coming up is going to be... Whew, obviously, we need to win it. But when, when we win it, 
next year is going to be like like you it's said gonna, it's got what do you say murder row murderer's row murderer's yeah. row <laughs> next season is we are we we have to have the toughest schedule in the nation. I, I mean, by it's, far, it's got to be season. one of the. I mean, by I haven't far. I haven't looked at Georgia or Alabama. Neither so have I, don't, I, but I don't know. I cannot believe <coughs> that they're going to be playing the the teams that we're playing. We're playing at least that two is, of the top four teams. The only thing we have going for us is that we play most of them at home. Yeah, and that'll be the knock. I guarantee that'll be the knock. Is oh, you played them all at home? It's like yeah, but we also played the best teams, and we just got off a freaking national championship. So and, and that's I, what's gonna set up. And next I'm sorry, season. like I'm done. I'm done. Like you have to like visualize what you want to have happen, and everything stat wise, heart wise, us not having Jimmy for almost half the season. I mean, and we're still fourteen and zero. Everything points to us being the best team in the land. And it's not like we're even talking about things that are made up or hopes on, in the terms of a Michigan Wolverines fan would hope this would be true. Or we, we, we're over-talking, we're overstating certain things that we've done this season. We've been the most objective perspective that we possibly can as Michigan fans this whole season, and nothing but Ws has been coming our way. Number one, defense. Defense travels, defense wins championships. Number 14, offense. We don't, we're not a constantly attacking offense. We're bleeding the clock because we know our defense will make you sit down usually three and out. There's, there's nothing that you can tell me right now doesn't mean that we should win this game. The only thing that can happen is if we overlook Washington like we overlook TCU, and there's nothing in my mind that would ever say any one of these coaches are telling our players right now to overlook this game. There's nothing in my head. If anything, what they're telling the players right now is that we're going to score, like you said, at least three times, yep. and we better have a shutout. Like, yeah. that's what we're going for. We're going for a goose egg and three scores. That's all we need. And That's the strategy. And honestly, with, with how we're ranked and what we've done this whole season against – the best teams in the land. Best multiple, defenses. Best, de- but I'm sorry, like Ohio State could beat most of these people in these bowl games you're, if they yeah, actually if wrong. they actually you're played all of their yes. fu- players. Penn State could beat all these teams if they well, actually played all their players. Because OSU is like, <clears throat> they're. I'm not going to equate them to Georgia, but it's essentially the same thing. It is. Is the only reason they're not there is because Michigan beat them. Yes. The only reason Georgia's not there is because Alabama beat mm-hmm. them. That's it. That's the only reason. And next year, that's not going to happen. Next year, they're both going to be yes. in the playoff. Yeah, everybody's going to every every good school is going to be in the like, playoff. If, if that year. was this year, I'm sorry, Washington's not making it. Texas is not making it. They're not making it to the freaking semis, let alone the national championship. They're not making it. Yeah. There's no way in my mind that if Ohio State played Washington, that Ohio State wouldn't win. There's no way in my mind if Penn State played Texas, there's no way that Penn State would have won, or not won. Penn State's beaten Texas. Ohio State's beaten Washington, bro. And, you know, I, those games were still close for us. But the thing is, we I'm actually a li- have... I'm a little st- hesitant on the Penn State one because I feel like... Against Texas? I feel like... Oh, what um, What is that dude's name? The coach. Um, I can picture him. What is his name? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, whatever his name is. He, he falters in big games. And it, that's the same thing. That was the knock on Jimmy at the beginning is he has a great squad and then when he plays OSU and at the time Michigan State he always fumbles and then in a, in a, in a in a bowl game they always lose the bowl game and i feel like that is Penn State right now Penn State always looks good everybody always thinks they're a threat but when the spotlight is on they end up choking 
Well, and that's actually another big thing to bring up is that Jim Harbaugh has only won the Citrus Bowl against Florida. This is his first yeah. bowl win. Yeah. He hasn't been to a bowl since 18, and we lost 18 and 16 Orange Bowl. Like, this is – it's not just a change in the guard in terms of, like, Nick Saban was the best coach, is still the best coach in recent history of college football. But now he is being replaced on more than one level. Jimmy's taken those shoes. And, again, it's only one year, so I'm not trying to get ahead of myself here. But it so it did happen, though. So there is a change happening. Yes. But also, in terms of just Jimmy's own personal goals, he finally won not only just a bowl, the fucking Rose Bowl, dude. This is this is what every single Michigan fan expects us yeah. to be. We We expect to be in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And we have not had the real reason to expect this until Jimmy's come along in the last three years. And honestly, to see this happen at the Rose Bowl for Jimmy against Nick Saban, this is like the perfect, like, this is a perfect story. It, it's, it's, it's perfect. And that's why, I'm again, I'm hesitant to, like, say too much about the Washington game, but all stats, everything we've been doing all year, points to a W for yeah. Blue against Washington. Absolutely does. And honestly, you brought this up earlier. Thank God we did not play Texas, to be real. Because it's in Houston. That would have been crazy if we would play Texas in Texas yeah. for the national championship. That's not because a good Texas look. loves football. Oh, and yeah, they'll show out. They would have it, been there. It would have been orange. Absolutely. It would have been orange. And now this, this, I feel like, is a very neutral, neutral field. Yes. Because We're both almost the exact same yeah, points away from far Houston. Away. Because it's definitely, no one's driving. No. no. And if you're driving, you're leaving like a week early. Yeah, because it's gonna take drive. you two days to get there. That's a long drive there and back. So you're yeah. taking a week off if you're driving. No, you're flying into Texas if you're going to see this game, mm-hmm. unless you're living there. And that's what we were talking about: is that Michigan has a huge alumni base in Austin. I don't really know exactly the, the other cities, but I gotta believe there's huge other deposits in Dallas and Houston well, they're as well. They're no, they everywhere. are biggest alumni base in the world. But I'm just saying, like specifically, Austin is a hotbed for U of M grads. So it's like. This is going to be just one of the wildest situations I, I could possibly think of. Because yeah, it's going to be nice. I, I feel like it's going to be at least 60%, if not 75 blue there. Like, we've been waiting literally our entire lives for this. Like, yep. and people who are not as young as we are, they've been waiting our entire lives for this. <laughs> like, yeah. in their life, it's a whole-ass grown man life that you've been living without Michigan going to a national championship. Again, the the storied program that Michigan is. Yes, and we actually care every single year yes. about this team, and we've been looking at them lose for almost 30 years. Yeah. And it's 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 rough. So I don't, I don't see there being any shortage of Michigan support in Houston. Yep. I don't see Washington showing up as much. They will show up. I'm not saying that they're not going to travel. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm, it's not going to be like what the Michigan fans are going to do. And also, our tailgate before that game is going to be wild. I can. I wish. I, I wish I was going down there just to see like what the chaos would be before that game. Because to be real, Michigan has. I mean, it's ranked. Like Michigan definitely has one of the best tailgates in college. Like in general, like I think Alabama, Georgia, Florida, those types of teams, they'll beat us out in those rankings because they got good weather. <clears throat> they got good weather. Everybody's able to come on good weather. It's yeah, easy. Exactly, it's easy. But the thing is, too, again, no one ever mentions Pac-12. They don't have that culture around their football program. And even if they did, back in the two thousands, it's gone. No one cares. They're always been about basketball. They've always been about like 
those types of sports. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not been football. They've never been known for football. USC was the only one that kind of made a name for them out there. And where are they at now? Nowhere. <sighs> yeah, I mean, again, all signs are pointing towards towards a Michigan Michigan victory. And that's, I, again, don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but but I think that is exactly what Michigan is looking for. They're looking to play a team like Washington that is one-dimensional, and they are a pass-heavy team. And it's hard to not get excited about that, knowing that everybody knows what Washington is going to do. They are going to throw the ball. And yeah. we have... There's no a, surprises on their offense. Exactly. They, they're, they're The only reason that they run it is because they can't throw the ball every single play. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. And they got to try to fake like a, a, a second dimension of their offense. I have not <clears throat> looked up anything, have not seen anything about it, but we all saw in that second playoff game, um, final drive for Washington, their running back got injured. So if he is... That's nothing to scoff at. If he's questionable yeah. or not even in the game, they really... Have no run game. And that's exactly what happened to us against TCU last year. Quorum. Yeah, we didn't even have to. You're right. Yeah, forgot about that. That's exactly what happened. And that's really, we became one-dimensional. Donovan Edwards could only do so much. Yes. And he, again, I mean, I don't want to. Michigan's defense is so good. They are so good. And we just showed that we have the best pass rush in the nation. Mm -hmm. We just showed it. Mm -hmm. And number two, we have lockdown corners, lockdown secondary. Even if... Clinical, clinical. They're they're not going to be able to just go air raid on us 24-7 the entire game. They're not going to be able to do it. And even if they are making completion after completion, they're going to be tackled immediately. They're going to be tackled. If there's a residency program like for doctors on how to be an NFL corner, people are going to the Michigan uh, hospital, which is the big house. To watch yes. how to do this. Oh yeah, because those those dudes know how to play defense. It's it's disgusting to be honest. They're, like, they're... We really haven't even had to do much. This is the first time I think this is like one of the first games we've actually showed exactly what we could do on defense, because we really just held it all up for Ohio State, and even then we weren't blitzing our packages like we were able to. And that's 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 a point that I wanted to make earlier, and I forgot what the point was, but that's exactly it. Talking about the offense, and I've been saying that you know not even open up the whole playbook. I still don't think the whole playbook I don't think is it is either. Up, but what did we do? We passed it to Blake Corum, which we have not done all season mm-hmm, long. Mm-hmm. We passed it to him twice and two, two times. Two huge plays. Two times. He was wide open. Wide the fuck Wide open, open for the, the whole touchdown. defense shifted to the wide side open of the field. for the fourth and two. Wide open. Like yeah, because they're he's there. They've, they've been playing us. Obviously, they had been playing us, man, when they saw Blake Corum coming out of the backfield. Yep. Yeah. And and they were like, no, that's just a that's just a decoy, and it's like that one that two times that yeah. it wasn't literally bit them in the ass to the point and where we won the game. Those aren't even trick plays. No, those are th- those are regular ass plays. <laughs> <laughs> like you could run and that honestly, at any time. And, and to be fair, when we did try to get tricky, we almost fucked up. Like and that's bad. A, yeah, we screwed we up our bread up, and butter. Like, our bread and butter flea flicker. I know. We do that every single. And they game. mentioned they mentioned it. The lineman, one of their D line, broke in quickly. He was busting at it Corum, up. Yes, and he was about yes. to get tackled. So and he had to throw that's it. That's why he did it. He had I to get throw it. it quicker than he wanted yes. to. He had to yeah. he had to pitch it back to JG a lot quicker yeah. than he wanted to. Yeah, and you could tell. And is that Zach Center's position, right guard? It is. And that's where the dude. Busted and that's in. right where he came through. Yeah. And that's the thing is like we gotta understand, and I think. I think everyone, coach-wise, on the team understands that that's a point of weakness in Michigan. That is our chink in the armor. 
and it's unfortunate. We can't do anything about it. We, we didn't plan on Zach Zinter going down. We, you no. know, but again, our depth allows us to at least get to the point where we can beat teams like Alabama. And what what did JJ do on that play? He he did the smart up, thing. Heads up. Yes, Roman Wilson. I think it was Roman Wilson. It was it was either Roman Wilson or number eight guy. I can't even fucking remember what number eight is. Was that Morris or something? What about it? It was either one of those two. Yeah, what about was it? Was wide open down the field. Oh no, yeah, flea definitely was yeah. wide open. And I understand you want to pick that ball up and you want to throw it to him because he is wide open. I don't know if he didn't see him or what, but you did the smart thing. Yeah, and fall you, on the ball. You fall on it and you live to fight another down. Yep, and, and you don't try and make a play. I and, mean, and honestly, dude, like. That was what Samaj did, right? He was trying to mm-hmm. do too much, mm-hmm. and he lost the ball. So, like, again, he's a freshman, though. JJ's a junior. Exactly. So, like, exactly. It, the, and that's what we were talking about with Sanger still, being a, a senior, t- taking away the big play. Because JJ took away a possible fumble touchdown. There was no one behind him. Yeah. There was no one behind him. At least they're getting in deep into our zone. Yes. At the very least, let yeah. alone if not a touchdown. If we go by a t- down by a touchdown that time, that's a two-score game. Yeah. If that's a two-score game, we're, la- we're we're in trouble. We're yeah. in a huge amount of trouble. And he just, again, again exactly, like, did the smart heads-up play, the veteran play, you know. I mean, but then he extends it. This is why you know he's so good. Then he extends it when he knows he can against that uh, dog hook pass back from Edwards where he makes the catch and he knows that he can get the ball out. So I'm, I think even though J.J. started off that game, like, really rough, with that interception that yeah. thankfully got turned back. He kept his head on straight though. And that was huge. And that's what that's our X factor on our offense. I mean, yeah. Corum is consistent, but JJ makes these plays where it's like and he also yeah. ran for like a first down where he got thrown yes. out of bounds yeah. easily a yard, if not three yards, after he's out of bounds. Yeah. And not just the like the dude was riding him out of bounds and then, and then he threw, threw him, him down. And then threw him. Yeah, I could not believe that no was flag. a flag. No flag. Could not believe I, I, it. I will say they did let the boys play like the entire game. That's, so I that's do I do exactly appreciate I do appreciate that. That's though. my point. And I I feel like I made this point to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Is that in the playoffs I like that. Well, no, not even that. Point. But in the playoffs, they definitely hold the hanky. No, but that's not what I'm saying. Is exactly is I like letting the boys play all season long. This is football. It's a contact sport. If you're not in it to right. get, if you're not in it to get knocked out, right, you're not playing the right sport. Right, that's go the play thing. tennis. And they play or they make too many close calls where it's like, dude, the dude was running full speed. That's 275 pounds coming at you. Full speed. He's running a four six forty. That's a big boy. Big boy. He can't just stop his momentum. And oh, you, you know, and a quarterback running up, running full speed. And oh, at the last second, I'm gonna slide. It's like, yeah, that. What if that dude doesn't commit? He's gotta commit to making that tackle. Otherwise, the quarterback is just gonna juke right around him. Like those bang bang plays. I can't stand it when they're calling penalties on that all the time. And. And that's my thing, is I didn't not like that they let the boys play. I just think they should be doing that all season long. And when you're gonna when you're gonna start holding the flags, I'm not against it. But you can't run the entire season <coughs> calling the little things and then when you get to a bowl game or a playoff game, then you start holding it and because I'll, we want to see the boys okay, play. Okay, and I get like, that. That's I get that. not okay. I think this season has actually been the best season we've seen where they're holding the flags more throughout the game, throughout the season. I don't necessarily agree no, with that. No, no, I just no, think wait, Michigan wait, hold is so hold, disciplined. Hold, hold. No, no, no. That's no. why. Well, okay, I don't disagree with that either, but in general, we just haven't seen flags in general on both sides of the ball any in any of our games. Because when they would show the, the, any of 
the power games though. Okay, okay. I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. inter- that's what we're watching. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't like to watch other teams that much. I, I'll look at their scores, but in general, I, I, I haven't. I, do. I okay, you do, but I'm just saying, like, I don't really think that. I don't really think that in general this this season has been the best in terms of the flags being held throughout the season. I'm not saying it's good still. I'm just saying in general this has been the best, and it has been mainly when we're watching Michigan is because they are disciplined. I'm not going to disagree with that either. And I also I'm I'm just saying this because even though this is the best season that I've seen with holding the hankies and then changing it up for the college football playoff or a bowl game, which they always do. And when you say they can't do it, they do it. I understand why you say they can't do it. It's not fair. It's not like the real football game. But come on, like we already know, like they're all trying to protect the finesse players now. But in general, I'm just saying, like even though this is the best season, it's still bad. I'm still trying to say yeah. that it's bad. I'm just saying like, right, this yes. is still the best season that we've had in recent history. Because you're not seeing on ESPN Sports Center, uh, 150 yards in flags. Well, but that's the thing though, is because again, I I. I don't necessarily agree with that because their quarterbacks are running more and more and more. Every season, they're more mobile, they're running more, and they're sliding more. And when they slide, anytime they start sliding, they throw a flag if you hit them. Like, I know, dude. That's bullshit. Yes, and I agree. Yes. I'm, I'm, that's what yeah. I'm trying to. T- that's yeah, why I, I went through all that is yeah. to make sure that you understand. But this, but this season, it's no, still it's even... just been just as bad. No, I'm not. I'm no, not okay, I don't well, agree. I, we'll, we're going to disagree on that then. But okay. like, I'm just saying, like in general. There still is bullshit calls that happen yeah. all season long. I'm just saying they're looking to throw a flag. I'm saying that in general, still, even though it's been bad, it's still the best season that I can remember in terms of bullshit penalty calls. And guess what? I still think it's one of the worst seasons with pass uh, roughing the passer calls. That's what I'm saying. I'm not yes. disagreeing with you in terms of like they still can't. They they should not be able to do this. It's that like in general, in my recent history of what Michigan has had to go through and how many penalties we've gotten against Michigan State, yes. against Penn State, Ohio State in the last ten years. This is easily the best season for us. And yes, it does come down to us being more disciplined. But at the same time, I don't think it's it's just that. I and think that's it, my opinion. It's right, because exactly. Michigan has been disciplined on it. No, and I, I it's agree. It's not because the refs have been letting them. And it's I, because Michigan has been I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think that's also so we can just kind of – we might just agree. We have to agree to well, Yeah, we're going to just we agree, on agree on that. We don't no, agree we don't. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. We're not going yeah. into this more. I'm just saying like Jim Harbaugh understands that, and that's what we've seen from three years ago till now is that we have become a lot more of a disciplined team. And what screwed up Alabama's momentum yes. at the last drive? Yes. Undisciplined. Yes. And that yeah, is so the field. that is so unlike Saban. That's so unlike Saban. And that's why I'll agree with what yeah. you're saying about all these other people outside of the game, you know, Klatz and everybody else saying that Jimmy outcoached Saban. Yes. And that's why the changing of the guard is real. People gotta recognize this shit. And if they don't, screw them. hundred percent. And that I feel like that was one of the biggest things. Just watching watching national not broadcasters, but national national radio host talk host whatever whatever you want to call them talking about the game is that michigan out coached yeah. alabama yeah. in that game hell yeah and and i think that's totally true yep with with the discipline i mean that's only one play but one play that five yards literally it stops it. the momentum it allows had michigan a- to regroup when alabama's driving down the field yep it puts them five yards back Yep. You know, that, that, that caused a field goal. It. Yes. That caused a field yes. goal that caused a not yes. two possession game. Because exactly. If they go and they go down in there and they score we're a fucked. touchdown, we're fucked. Yeah, because we're down two scores. We're down two scores, and that's not a position it's like Michigan seven, has ever been in this season. Right. And I don't think we've ever been down two or not two at the scores. fourth quarter. No. And I don't think we've even been down I two. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think so. Not not the Ohio State game, right? We weren't down two. That's a good question. I don't know off the top of my head, but if I had to just go I think one it was right seven. now. I think it was seven at the I don't most. think we've ever been down two I think scores. it was 10-3 at the first half. Yeah. Like sometime at the first half. I think. But either way, um, yeah, no, the, the discipline of Michigan's not just defense but offense definitely won that game, especially with what we're talking about with J- J.J. not trying to extend that play. Because how many times at the beginning of the season we saw J.J. try to extend the play, he gets hurt, he fumbles the ball, he almost fumbles the ball. Something like this Which happens. is exactly <clears throat> what happened on the first play. He tried to extend it. Yep. He saw the dude open. He was open, yep. but he missed him. Yep. And that dude, or he missed his window to right. throw it he to him. He missed his window. Yeah, and he threw it a half second too late, and that guy was able to pounce on it. Yep. And that's another thing that was kind of funny they brought up on the broadcast was that um, the same point where he stepped out and made the interception is right where Kojo and or Todro just toe-dragged and got called incomplete and then reversed the call again. Yeah. And it was almost at the same it was all, almost I, the exact it, it same. It's like pretty much the exact same spot. Yeah, which is just like you know, it's a little fanfare. It's a little bit like, oh, is that is that but spot then cursed? He made that play. It, it must he be made a, it. That, that was the cursed p- part yes. of the field for Alabama. Yeah, because man, they lost the game on that fucking yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> they really did. Yeah, that and right sideline. Kojo made an line. incredible catch. Oh, that was beautiful. That, that was, was so good. And honestly, it was a dart by JJ. So, yes, it was. It, it was. No, the ball was out of bounds. It was. It, the ball was out of bounds for like half of the trajectory of that pass. Yeah, he caught it like two yards out of out of bounds. Yeah, he's just a six foot motherfucker, and he was able to toe drag while yeah. having two yards worth of his arms. But that's an, that's another thing too is is just. JJ, he he's a fantastic talent. Yeah, but he is unrefined because yeah. we saw throughout. Obviously, the first pass of the game—that's not something that you can do. You can't no. throw it there. He oh, was open. God. You saw he was open too late. That was and he scary. Threw it there. That was but so then scary, bro. There was at least two or three plays again. That he throws the ball behind the receiver. I mean, yeah, there's that one really scary one where it got tipped up yes. in the middle of the field with three Alabama secondary alignments. And that was it. the one that was actually something that we didn't really dive into, is that was the third and two play when it before got tipped Blake, up in before, the and Blake Corum was running out to the flat and he was covered that time. Yeah. And then what did they do the very next play? I don't know what all the routes everybody I think else it was a ran. Bit, it was definitely a little bit of a different play. Blake Corum ran the same yeah, route, yeah. and he was wide open. And, maybe, and okay, that's the thing that I love about us being a fourth down team all season long. That could have been a design thing, though, to give them, like, the same look. Yeah. Almost. But oh, then they're not going to do it again. But then, exactly, not going to do it again. We've been running fourth down all season long. We know what gets – dude, we have a great fourth down conversion, yeah. to be honest. And especially with how our punt – again, our punter has been pretty good all season, but, like – this game was not one of his finest. Like even my Agreed. uncle, even my Agreed. uncle, when we were talking about this, he was like, "What is that? A thirty-yard punt? Like Agreed. that's not what we needed to do. We should have just went for it almost at that point." So you know, it, it it was pretty necessary for us to really be able to run on fourth down in this game. Well, and I'm not, I'm not even a huge fan of Chris Fowler, but I do think he had a spot on call with that fourth and two. Is this? I don't know if he said Michigan or Jim Harbaugh. Pushing all the chips to the center. Yeah, that was our all-in play on yeah. the fourth and two. Yeah, didn't necessarily need it. By the way, our defense have been playing all game long. Right, didn't necessarily need it because we had all three <sighs> timeouts. Yeah, but, but we went for it. We really needed it to be perfect. And it was if huge. We didn't. Yes, and that's exactly what Michigan did. Yeah, they said, "All right, stop us again." 
because that's kind of I dare thing. you because that's the thing too right there is that I'm actually almost also saying because of our defense that's why we're able to do this yes because it actually it's exactly that right it's the fact that all the coaches not just Minter but Harbaugh and Sharon are all working so well together right now and they have the confidence in each other's cores that yeah we're going and guess what well, we know that it's putting pressure on you but you are the deepest li- line in the league. You have the best secondaries in the league, at least for containment. And, you know, we trust you guys to let us, and we thank you, but we trust you enough to let us go on fourth down. And it changed well, the game. And what do you it changed think, the game. What do you think Alabama's thinking on that fourth and two? Do you think, even Corm though it's fourth in the backfield? Two, exactly. Run. Do you think they're thinking run. run? They're thinking run. Yeah. I mean, they're thinking fourth run. and two, that's, that's a tough call to run it on. Yeah. But it's not out of possibilities. And like having, you said... How many times has Blake gotten a pass? Exactly. It, it and that's exactly. why that's why I agree with you that yes. the playbook is like about seventy five to eighty percent open now. Yeah, we're still saving a good one fifth for the gosh darn national championship game. We're saving for that fifty four ranked defense. <laughs> <laughs> we want a goose egg. Yeah, we oh, want a goose egg. Oh, I can't. Oh, and, dude. And that's and I that's mean, what happens. I when don't want to go there. Because but that's Michael what we Penix want. is going to put points up. But, but yes, absolutely. Okay, but this is a real true test if they're the number one offensive line if we in keep the league. Them, if we keep them to two touchdowns or less, like that it's is that's his, like, worst an game. embarrassment yeah. for Washington. Oh, yeah. for sure. Michael Penix doesn't get two touchdowns no. or less. No. And, and and that's a crazy thing, too, is that the defense is just all these numbers just don't add up for Washington to be able to do anything against Michigan. I know. Because I know this is such a great matchup. For for Michigan, it's such just a great to prove, matchup. Though. It's it's more just to prove it though. And I and I love how you know after the games, everybody's talking about oh you know Washington, they've always had a chip on their shoulder all season long. Nobody's <laughs> ever believed in them all season. You know they always think that they're coming in as the underdog oh and this that kind of thing. And it's like oh it's probably gonna be that way again. And it's like no, it's for real though. Washington cannot match up with Michigan no. how they think they can. No. They they are blowing smoke up their own asses yes. at this 100%. right now. 100%. They, they are one-dimensional. Michigan's defense is rock solid. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not even close. Dude, literally, we average half of what they scored against uh, yardage-wise. Defense, The Michigan defense gives up 243.1 per game on average, and Washington had... 532 yards of offense. That's less than half of what they got against Texas. I'm sorry. There's no way you're putting up anywhere near 500 yards to us. I'm saying they're going to be lucky to get 300 yards. If, Passing if, or total? Total. And I'm saying, like, bro, if, if they could only get 37 points out of 500 yards, bro, that's yeah, not I a high-efficiency offense. Know. No, you could you could easily be putting up 50 points. Easy. With, with 500, 500 yards. yards. Five, that's a lot of yards. There's, that is a lot of Even if you're going 100 yards. yards every single... Wait, li- listen to this. Even if you're going 100 yards every single drive to score a touchdown, you're getting at least 35 points. Yeah. You went 500 yards and got 37 points. Bro, you should have at that's least scored another two to three touchdowns or at least another two to three field goals. This should easily have been a 50-point game. And again, Texas in that game was getting outplayed in the second half. And, the, yeah. and they still... Made Let it close. Texas come back in the end. There was a there and was a real try at the end. Texas, if Texas scores, which obviously they couldn't kick a field goal, but if no, Texas they scores, they they're oh, likely oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to get the extra point because they were playing on turf this time. They were or, um, 
They were not playing on grass. Okay. Like Michigan was at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, oh my God. So that's what everybody does all season long. They're going to kick the extra point, and they're going to win. Yeah. So, again, that's... That's they tried to let them, and I they, they I, did. I think Texas they really let did. themselves down. I don't know if it was bad play calling or just I think it was bad, a lot of bad play calling in that last or drive. Or bad game coach, management by Quinn Ewers in the backfield there. A little bit of column A, little column B, but I yeah. think specific specifically in that last drive, there was a few play calls that were just like, "What are you doing?" Well, because they drove the ball down the field. That's what I'm saying. They drove it down immediately. Then they got cute. And got, yes, and then and then they couldn't put it home. They got cute. They couldn't. Put they, it they, home. they 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 box themselves into a fourth and. Like it was an Alabama situation against Auburn. It really yes, was. Yes. And you're not Milroe and you're not Alabama. And don't tell me the 54 ranked defense wasn't shaking. <laughs> don't tell me they weren't getting nervous. <laughs> yeah. So because that were, was still Texas relatively close. It. Yes. It was still relatively close for the last ditch effort. It was actually the exact opposite of what happened with Milroe because they're just opposite corners of the end zone. But it was it was a one on one coverage in the corner of the end zone. That's how Alabama was even able to get to the SEC freaking like championship. Well, yep. they might have still went if I don't know what the records were. They could have still went, I guess. Maybe Florida or uh, no, there's really no one else in their league, right? No, Alabama had it. Even if they lost, yeah. Alabama was still yeah. going. Okay, but that would have eliminated Alabama from, from playoff yeah, contention. Definitely, if they would have yes. lost, but they were still going. Yeah, to 100%. the SEC. They yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is like that would have been interesting if they would have lost to Auburn, then beat Georgia. Now what do you do? <laughs> well, Georgia would have still been in. Georgia would have been in. And then so Texas seed. wouldn't have been in. Nope, Texas wouldn't have been in. Georgia would have been in number four. Florida State would have been number three. Washington two, Michigan right. one. Washington. That's what would have happened. Oh, dude. So I mean, this whole season has just been really great to watch. To be honest, it has been a good season for college football. It, it, it's it's. I mean, and I think you really switched my opinion about the NIL um, earlier on because of like keeping kids in college so they don't go to the league too quickly. And then with this transfer portal right now, have you seen... No, but no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, I agree with you, but have you seen what Ohio State is going through right now? Dude, they got like nine starters or some shit like in the transfer portal right now. McCord's gone. McCord is gone. But it's not... Honestly, I I would have liked him to stay. No, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) We all... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of recruiting, to have that much shakeup... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any talent that has been committed to Ohio State, they can just go there and just leave. Well, exactly, because when you're bringing in talent, when yeah. you're bringing in talent from high school, nine, he, that, because that means you're also bringing in other players, too, yeah. that are already proven yeah. or you know seasoned college athletes. Mm-hmm. They're, com- they're not transferring to Ohio State to sit on the bench behind no. a freshman. No. They are coming in to play. So all these kids that are committing to Ohio State know that they're not going to be playing if they're bringing somebody in no, at that I'm, same position. But I, okay, but Ohio State doesn't even have people coming in. It is well, mostly they, going out. They got that they quarterback. Have three. I don't know whoever that quarterback. Okay, is. this was a week ago, so they had three people coming in. No one even knows who these people are. Like they're not names. All their names are leaving. Is what I'm saying. Yes. No. And, true. True. And Marvin didn't even want to play their Maserati. Marvin didn't even want to play their last game. Like literally, I that's know. his last game at Ohio State. He's like, "Fuck this. I'm going to the league." Exactly. Which and honestly, I don't blame him. I wouldn't fault him for it. Look at Zinter. I don't, like, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it, but at the same time, yeah. That just shows how much heart people actually have in Ohio. True. What did Jake Butt do? Played. Got injured. <laughs> played. Yes, he did. But he played the game. He heart, played the game. Heart. That's why Rose Bowl belongs in Michigan, because we have the most heart. We definitely have the most heart, but it's not just heart this year. It's literally... 
we have the depth. We have the coaching class. We have yeah. we have all these young and upcomer uh, people who can replace um, all these seasoned veterans. We have the veterans who are playing, making heads up plays. We, I, 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 everything except saying we're definitely going to win. I'm saying right now because I, I don't want to say that because it's exactly what happened against TCU, and there's that is not lost on me at all. It's it's just I'm sorry. Washington is easily in a different class than Michigan. It's a different game. We play a different game in the middle of the country than they do on the coast. There's yeah. no doubt. Well, they call about it West Coast offense for a reason. Exactly. And that's exactly they literally have they a run. whole thing about it. If you're a pass heavy offense like Rich fucking Rod did to us, guess yeah. what happened in the Big Ten? We got raped. At, because that's exactly <clears throat> Rich Rod. Rich Rod had the same thing. He was he was uh, pass heavy. Pass heavy, but also what did he bring with him? No defense, which is exactly what Washington brings. Fifty-four. That's what they are. They're not a defense. And they guess what happened? If you're saying, if we're saying the Big Ten is becoming the best conference in the league right now, which at least defensively, by far and away, and then also, and it's not like our offensive teams are slouches either. It's not like it's just shitty offenses. It's no, we just have those boys ready to go. Yeah. And then on top of it, you're telling me that they they, they went fourteen and zero against who? One more time. We just got to go through this because, honestly, Washington has played absolutely nobody. They have, they, have, they have no one. They literally don't even know. Because their schedule on the West Coast is bullshit. At least Texas played Alabama. I mean, look at, okay, they started with Boise State, Tulsa, they played Michigan State. That's funny. Clunker. We we beat Michigan State better than they did, and we were both at Michigan State. 49-0. They beat them 41-7. So if that's not already a kind of like a litmus test, then they played California. Cal Arizona. Arizona. The only team they actually played was Oregon. Yep. Arizona State. Stanford's usually good. They're not this year. They nope. barely won that game. USC. USC should never have been ranked. Well, I mean... Of course they're going to be ranked, but yeah, USC 20, absolutely shit the bed. And they're 20th, and they only won by 10. Utah, 18th. They won by 7. Bro, we played, we, we beat Ohio State and Mich- and Penn State more than uh, they beat Utah. And Penn State and Ohio State, Ohio State was freaking number one. Yeah. Technically, at that point. I actually, I, I, I forgot about that. I can't believe Ohio State was number one. And Michigan they, should have been number one for that game. Then they played Oregon State, almost lost, still not a top 10 team, number 11. Washington State almost lost their in-state rival. We beat ours 49-0. They lost. They they beat theirs by a field goal, just like Alabama. Let me check myself real quick. Maybe what? Michigan shouldn't have been number one because at that point, Georgia, Georgia should have been lost. number one. Georgia should, Georgia have, been should have been number one. It should Michigan have been a 2v3 two two. instead of 1v3. Dude, yes. Yeah. Michigan yeah. definitely should have been number two. Ohio State, three. We could have been number one, but again, you know. Back-to-back champs. They didn't and lose a ton of I'm people. Not, I'm not Brock Bowers is still it. there. Yeah, I'm not going to argue against it. Yeah, no, and, and I think that's the most, like, that is the litmus test for this podcast is that we still say Georgia should have been number one above Michigan because they had recent history, not yeah. a story that yeah. people like to tell themselves. They had recent history. There's really no reason for anyone to say they haven't been playing with a championship and team. And they were still on that 29-game win streak. Come on. 28-game That's a great streak. That's yeah. a great streak. You, know, you don't just accidentally do that. No. That's... And and so, you know, everything in, in my mind, when I saw Ohio State ranked number one, I, I, I just, I wanted, to flip, was, I wanted to flip a that, table. Because th- that was, in my opinion, that was trying to make sure that Ohio State was in the playoff. Yep. I don't know why. Yep. 
I don't know. That's how, exactly how Washington but got That's here. exactly why they were there, and they tried their darndest <clears throat> to get to him do in. it again. And because maybe, maybe even that's what would have happened um, if Georgia would have beaten Alabama. Ohio State gets in somehow. Instead they of were Texas, gonna, they were going to figure out how to get Ohio State in there. Yep. Yeah. They probably just didn't think that Georgia would lose to Alabama. Because yeah, because if Alabama, if Alabama lost. would not would not have lost to Auburn. But would have beaten Georgia. No, that's what happened. Then I, I know. But then you say no. What am I? Yeah, you're saying lost to Auburn but beat Georgia. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Then you can't take Alabama, so Georgia's got to be in there, and maybe Ohio State squeaks in there. Yeah. Instead of Washington. Maybe instead of Washington, or maybe At instead of Florida it's... State, because Florida State's quarterback went out, and so right. they still could have played that card. So it could have still been Georgia. Still it could have been like a yes. Georgia, Michigan, yes. Washington, Ohio State. Could have been. Yes. yes, they they were looking for a reason to get Ohio State. In Definitely, there. absolutely, were. definitely. And again, I guess it technically would have been good for the Big Ten to have that because that's what the SEC does all the time. Yes, but fuck Ohio State. Yeah, <laughs> concur. Just fuck them. But, yeah. I mean, in general, looking towards this Washington game right now, nothing about this Texas game makes me think that Washington should be a problem. Nothing about their schedule makes me think that they should be a problem. That's the only that's scary ex- part for th- me. Exactly. That's what happened against TCU. So that's why yes. I'm not saying it's an automatic win. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to say that on this podcast that it's an automatic win. There's no way. I'm not writing it in ink, but I might be writing it in pencil. I'm definitely penciling it in. I'm doing math yeah. over here. Like, yeah. by, the, by the numbers... Yeah. Writing this in pencil, yeah, it's a W. Yeah. But in pen, not until the end of January 8th. I mean, that's when we'll know. But and it's going to be the, nice to buy some Michigan championship swag. Well, we already did. We have the retro 97 championship Rose Bowl hat. Been wearing it everywhere. Oh, it's so good. My buddy owns a, a kind of like a small fashion shop in Detroit and uh, – he he literally got me those hats. He like sourced them because he knew I was coming that night for his party, and he literally is like, "Yeah, I thought you might like those," and I bought them all. So, like, <laughs> he had a good price on them. It was I like, guess he knows you. <laughs> I guess he knows you. <laughs> I gave one. I, I got one for my uncle and our number one fan, by the way. Shout out, uncle. And then uh, and I and Nick told me he wanted one, so I, I made sure that he got one. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, again. I'm not doing a victory dance. I'm not doing a parade right now in my head. But if there's anything that's telling me that we're going to win, it's it's just based on pure strength of schedule, where our defense is ranked, and where our offense is ranked in terms of where their number their only play to win is ranked. We're only four seats behind them. We're not even that much behind them. It's like, bro, you are literally 53 spots away from us in defense. Yeah. We are four spots away from the only way you can win a game. Your offense, yeah, I th- I think I think the stars are aligning for this season. It literally is. We're, we we've been looking at the stars. We've been looking at the three peat against Ohio State. That's what we've been talking about until we beat Ohio State. That was the first check mark we needed. And I think I think a point that it's not we shouldn't look <clears throat> past is we have a well rested coach. Oh, he, oh he's yeah. been out for six games. Yeah, he is, he is chomping at the bit. He is well rested. He's ready to he be on the sidelines. <laughs> 
not fatigue. Not fatigue is a great way to put it. Because the kid has been sleeping in the hotel right next to the stadium for six games this entire season. Like, some people were joking, like, he's in that B-52 bomber. He's in the stealth plane (laughs) flying over, you know. He's in there just, like, radioing him in. And, like, I love that they use a spy plane for not only the Ohio State game, but also for this Alabama game. We used the sickest... Like, that was, I have, like, a little action, like, a metal action figure kind of, like, model. Oh, I got one, too. Of, of the stealth bomber. B-52. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. And and I, I love oh, that yeah. they used it over there. I was like, oh, my God. They used the actual, like, spy spy like plane. Blackbird, baby. Oh, my God. It was so good. And that Start thing, calling hit Jimmy Blackbird. That thing <laughs> is still a screamer. You can hear it on TV. I wish I was in the stands for that because those fly, those low flyovers, oh. Yeah. It'll send chills. get the juices. Flowing. You want to talk about Kundalingus energy? Oh my goodness! Oh my god, dude! Kundalini. Sorry, not the Kundalingus. That's that's a different thing. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely gets uh, some juices going up the spine. Yeah, those shake the bones. Ah, dude, it was those just that's such a tip to the hat for Michigan, though. I, when when they when they flew the freaking Blackbird over the stadium, I'm like, bro, whoever is running this like bowl is like, yeah. Fuck all the haters. Jimmy is playing what football coaches since grade school have been doing. Like, here's here's a little tip tip of the hat. Like, I've never I don't remember seeing a stealth bomber fly over any game ever. I don't I'm know. I'm sure it's happened. I'm, I'm talking sure about NFL. Happened, but, yeah. but yeah, I I, don't I just don't I, I don't I can't remember. I can't remember one. I can't remember a Super Bowl. I can't remember a Super Bowl that they that did was that. was sweet seeing that thing go. The Rose Bowl brings them out. You know what I'm saying? The Rose Bowl is 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 the one. It's the, exactly what you said, the granddaddy of them all. Oh yeah. It really is. Oh yeah. It really is. And uh we won it. It's in Ann Arbor. And I got to tell you that kind of momentum right there though too. Like missing your coach going 6 and 0. First remote coach in the league. <laughs> I mean, this kid's trying to go remote. He's taking those COVID protocols seriously. He's trying to be in Tulum. He's trying to socially distance himself. Like he's gonna be the first coach to coach an NFL and a college team in the same season. I'm. You know what? We got to put it down. He's gonna be remote. Do you think he's gonna be remote at Michigan, or do you think he's gonna be remote at San Diego? I think he's gonna be more remote in San Diego, but he's gonna be more concentrated on Michigan. So he'll be living in San Diego, but he'll be a in- very. A very niche conversation that I heard after this game <coughs> is if you had to pick one coach out of any coach and you didn't know if he was going to coach your NFL team or your college team, yeah. who would you pick? Jimmy. And unanimous. Jimmy. Jim Harbaugh. Jimmy. He is the best coach in the land mm-hmm. for a dual threat. There's nobody else that you would pick. If you didn't know if he was going to coach college or NFL, who would you take? Boom, Jimmy. It's Jimmy. He's proven it. He's proven it at both levels, and he has, he's got an elite program elite. at Michigan. Right it's now. elite, and I'm not even worried about next year. Like we have people coming back. I mean, we were, you know, yeah. honestly, I did not like Alex Orgy going into this game. Like I, I, it was a risk in my opinion. That's a, such a risk. But at the it's same a point, risk. But I like Orgy. I, I, I like no, him. me too. Me too. He but is our Jalen? But, that, but that's he's what, like the exact same I, guy. I, I get it. But like I'm just saying, like what what happened with JJ and um. What's his face? Um, that went to Iowa. Fuck, yes. I don't even remember his name um, now. I was, I had it, and then I lost it. It's like mix something. Or, I, I yes, know. exactly, <laughs> exactly. But like either way, he got injured. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good transfer. Um, sorry, dude. I mean, I hope he got to the NFL, but honestly, fuck you. <laughs> you transferred out. Ooh. You transferred out. 
Well, it's just like Anthony. Because JJ had it. No, because okay, JJ but no, I'm sorry, but like just like you said about the transfer portal, this is why I don't like it. People have an out now. Yeah. You can't stay with your team. You're not. You're, you're not forced to stay with your team with your decision. I don't like that part of it. But either way, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, with Alex Orgy coming in, it reminded me of them switching on and off, and I feel like that was a huge momentum killer in certain games that we didn't need those last two years. I didn't like seeing that. So I was just worried about the momentum yes. kill for yes. JJ by putting Understood. Alex in. And Understood. honestly, everybody knows what the fuck we're doing if Alex is in. Well, he was looking to throw that one play. I know. He was looking to throw, I know, but and it, Mullings just wasn't open. He was. He was. And I appreciate right that he didn't yes. throw it. I appreciate yes, that he didn't that was throw a smart it. Smart move. Because smart move? I don't really know who is what his arm is like. To be honest, dude's got a fucking cannon. I understand, but in a big a game, cannon. in a playoff game, your first playoff game and your first throw really all season. Opening that's scary. Up the playbook. Okay, I, I know. Got a I, I understand. I understand. And I the the end of the day, I like that he got big uh, minutes in a big game. Okay, because yes. that is going to help him next year. Because yes. who knows what JJ does? I think he can still stand to stay another season, but I think he probably will. I think well, he should. Unless he wins a natty, he might go. But I think he's like we <sighs> even mentioned if he wins before, a natty. It's like like we mentioned before. He's definitely got some polishing to polish. Do. Exactly, he's got some yes. polishing. And do I think that an NFL team could polish him up? Yes. Do, do I think he could benefit from a uh, college but season pro- he, more? He might ride yes. the bench in the NFL, which exactly Aaron Rodgers did it. Okay, but yeah, so did Tom Brady. But like, come on, and and I th- throwing out some goats, goats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that JJ could stand to stay another season. It is going to be an interesting season though next year, so it could be like you know, does he get injured? So I understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he does, but at the same point, at least Alex Orgy is getting these kind of reps in right now where um, where he if he if JJ does end up going after we win the natty, do we ha- have to worry about introducing a new quarterback to the system? Not as much. Right. Not right. as much. He's still gonna have to live up to certain things that JJ's doing, or we're gonna have to adjust our offense because he's a little bit of a different quarterback. Although I don't see him just being a runner. I think he actually can stay in the pocket, Alex Orgy. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying he does have that option a lot more, like a mill roll, like you said. People over. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and that's nice to have. I'm just saying I think he's also very comfortable in the pocket, so I don't think it's yeah. going to be like a huge game cha- game plan shift for uh, Sharon. I'm just saying I think if anything, Sharon's going to have almost yeah. too many options at that point. Too where, so many options. Well, and uh, you know what? Honestly, that could really help Donovan Edwards out next next season. Yeah. So if you have more of a running quarterback who can mull people over too, but you're running the yeah. option. Well, so so you're the option back. That's what I'm saying. So you're running the option with Orgy and Edwards in the backfield, and he's about to get hit, and he tosses it off to Edwards. If if he tosses it off to Edwards, then Edwards is still going to start getting those like long distant free spaces where he can get up to speed and no one's catching yes. Edwards. He's a fast dude. <clears throat> He's a fast motherfucker. He's a fast dude out there. So, but, okay. We talked about pretty much everything we can about this game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we really talked about the Alabama game all that much, but let's just let's just say for we once and for it. all. We won it. Once and for all. We beat the fucking SEC. We finally <sighs> beat the SEC. Needed this is it. the changing of the guard in so many different ways. Beat Saban, beat the SEC. Ohio State's not in the picture. It's time to show what the Pac-12 really, really is, and we're gonna do that in the national. Pac-12 is gone. Pac-12 is diminished. Trash. It's trash. They're it's done. It's one-dimensional, the and they're, they're one-dimensional. Done. That's why they're done. They're one-dimensional. Yep. So, welcome to the Big Ten. We'll cordially invite you on January eighth. Yeah, we'll see you next season too. Go blue. Go blue, baby.